to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Today's episode. Towards the word of God must be positive. Because the truth of the matter is that it is how much of the word you know that will help you sustain and survive during the temptation. As for temptations, trials, they will come. It will come as well. You, as long as you are a Christian, expect it. But what will help you survive is the word of God. So, it's, it's, the word of God should be something that I, I want to urge each and every one of you to fight for. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to continue from where I ended yesterday. Who remembers what I shared yesterday? What did I talk about? What did I talk about? Give me a quick rundown of what I spoke about yesterday. Amen. So, yesterday, Daddy taught us about we must be very uh, we must be careful the way we live our life. Amen. And that was the message title, and it was, it was coming to be the youth as young ladies and as young men. Amen. And in that, that is said that if we are not mindful of the way we live our life, or we are not careful of how we live our lives as youth and as young ladies upcoming, then three things are uh, are, are, are deemed to happen to us. Amen. That is, if we don't mind the way we live our life, we don't position our life to live our life for God and for uh, the obedience of our parents, then these three things are sure. And that it made us understand that if you're a lady and all that you think about is men, guys, boys, all that your mind is full of is guys, three things are sure for you. And the first thing that it made us understand that is either the first thing is that it is very possible that the person whose mindset in this season it's all about guys, 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 boys. The first thing is that you, you get pregnant. Amen. And then the second thing that he also spoke about was that if your mind is always set on guys, then the second thing possibly that will happen to you is that you get uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Amen. And that made us understand that these sexually transmitted diseases, even the one who made the condom says that it's not 100%. Then the third thing that he also added to that in the aspect of where you think about guys is that um, you amount to nothing hallelujah because your focus is always about guys and guys they are not the people that will direct where your destiny should go so if that is where your mind is then you amount to nothing amen if that will let's go for him amen amen tonight I want to talk about the duties of a wife in marriage. 
A lot of you wives are actually trying your hands on marriage. What you are doing is actually, we call it try and error. You are married though, but you don't know anything about marriage. I'm telling you. And a, a lot of you, you are just trying to live with your husband. But you see, yesterday, just as I told you that, if you want to really, please, the noise is too much. I want each and every one of you to sit and listen to what I'm saying. It is one thing getting married and another thing understanding what you have entered into. There are a lot of you women who are, who are married but you don't understand it. You don't know anything about marriage. If I should ask all the married women in the house, give me one scripture that talks about marriage in the Bible. You may not be able to somebody will say if you like saving and let me come around one scripture in the bible auntie middle do you have any idea no auntie deborah auntie deborah too give me one scripture in the bible that talks about marriage are you, are you working with her first john chapter what First John chapter four verse number two. Go to First John chapter four verse number two. Mm. Is that it? Here is how you test for genuine spirits of God. Change it to King James. Mm. Yeah, we are looking at the married women. Oh, look at it. A scripture on marriage. She has given me First John chapter four verse number two. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is, <laughs> is come in the flesh is of God. How does this scripture talk about marriage? Hey! So, you see, it is very important for you to understand what you are doing. Somebody with me. When you see somebody who has knowledge about what he's doing, he's not afraid of what comes out. But it looks as if marriage is the only thing in this nation that you don't actually need to go through any test or have any exams to, to get a paper. In this country, for you to get a marriage certificate, what you need is a partner. Just hold his, his or her hand to the registrar general and they will ask you, what are you paying? I won't worry paying. Then they will sign the certificate for you. So, in the nation in which we live, they place much emphasis on driver's lances more than marriage lances. When my father was going for his driver's lances, they, ha- they asked him to come and sit for examination, written exams, oral exams. And you have to go to an eye test. Then he will go for driving tests before they will give him the lances to drive on this bad road. When he went for the lances, they told him for the written exams, he has to click and double click on the computer. So he will sit behind the computer, hold the mouse, click and 
answer the question. Because of the mouse, he didn't continue again. Because he told me, this mouse, mouse thing, me, I don't know how to use it. So because of the mouse, he paid 800 Ghana cities. He didn't continue the whatever. And the nation in which we live places much emphasis on driver's lances. More than marriage lances. And so majority of the people enter into marriage without knowing what it is. But any time the knowledge or the meaning of something is, is unknown to you, mistakes are inevitable. If you, if you don't know how to use a mobile phone, the probability of you becoming a victim to the mobile phone is very high. I know of a young lady who bought an electric heater, plugged it, put it into the water, and while the water was was boiling she put her finger in it to see if it was hot and she got electrocuted why because though she has the money to buy the electric heater she didn't know how to use it and a lot of us when we buy electrical appliances or other gadgets we throw away the manual the manual is one of the last things you will read because I know you, you are a Ghanaian. Yes. yes, you are either from the Volta region or Ashanti region. Not forgetting the northern region. Ghanaians don't read manuals. Somebody went to buy electric cooker. He had a manual, he left the manual and he called me as of man is saying. ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-ma-
you must understand marriage and know how to handle marriage anytime, anytime I see people want to marry I tell them read books on marriage Vivian, you are trying to marry how many books have you read on marriage Vivian. nothing some of your mothers are married data everything now everything yeah. now <laughs> and you, you see, what is it your approach from your mother you are just like your mother the way you saw your mother handle your father that's how you are also going to you and your story must be different of your fathers were wicked they don't give to their their wives. They don't give. They don't mind whether they are sick or whatever. Yes. And that's that, so. That's your definition of marriage. But if you want to truly understand marriage, let's go back to the Bible. What does the Word of God say about the wife? What is their role or their duty? In marriage. A lot of the times we try to substitute certain things for the main duty of a wife. There is one assignment and one role of a wife in the Bible. And the first duty of a wife, every wife, your first duty is to be a helper. If you are a wife, so you're your first duty is to be what? A helper. It's you not to be a sexist. A lot of you, your concern is sex. Pastor, I'm giving him styles. <laughs> but God is saying it's not about styles. That is not your first assignment as a wife. When you read the book of Genesis, the Bible says, it is not good for a man to live alone. And so I'm going to make for him and help mate. Genesis 2.18. Let's read it. What is there? And the Bible says, I trust him, say, it is not good for a man to live at home. For I will make for him and help mate. That's what the King James means. A helper. And the Lord said, it is not good for a man to be alone. It is not good. Listen to what God is saying. It is not good for the man to be alone. It is not good. It is not good. It is not good. So those of you who are planning not to marry, the Bible is saying that it is not good for a man to be what? To be what? Alone. It is not good. It is not what? Good. I will make what? We are reading no. I will make him what? And help. And help what? And, and help what? <laughs> so what does the new NIV say? Let's read the new international version. What is it? What is it quickly? 
NIV. It is no good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper still more for what? For him. Not all the women are suitable for you. No, no, understand this. Not all the women are suitable for you. There is a wife that is suitable for you. Anytime you marry somebody who is not suitable, you will end up having issues upon issues which has no solution. And a lot of the marital issues most of you are going to, it doesn't have a solution. And so mostly when you call your pastor, you say, it's okay, let's, let's pray about it. Because the foundations has already been destroyed. What is the foundation? The foundation is that the, the choice you made was a wrong choice. Wait, does that mean the person is not a good person? No, he's a good person. But he's not suitable for you. Are you following me? What may be suitable for me may not be suitable for her. The kind of wife. Now, the wife I will call a good wife, when the same person gets married to you, you'll be having issues. And so, if you are going to choose a partner, what you must look out for is compatibility. Somebody who suits you. There are some of the you see there are some of the pen covers. When you slot certain pens in it, it doesn't fit. Two of us. There is this pen with a very thin mark. I think mostly it's black. When you remove the pen and you want to slot it in a big pen, it will not fit. It doesn't mean that pen is not a pen. It's a pen, all right. But it was not made for such pen covers. This is something every wife must understand. When you see a wife choose because of money, you are making a mistake. No, I love him because he has been taking care of me. No. You must say, I love him because I think he's the best person for me. And the Bible says, God is going to make a helper. A helper. So that's the first assignment of every wife. When you marry, you must know that you are there to help. This is the problem. Mostly, the helpers try to be the leaders. And that's where the problem is. Somebody who is supposed to be a helper. What's the meaning of a helper? A helper is an assistant. Just take your dictionary. Look for it. Helper. When say somebody is a helper, what's the meaning? Who am I working with this evening? What's the meaning of a helper? So when we say somebody is a helper, means the person is an assistant. It means the person is a coworker. It means the person is a teammate. It means the person is an aider. An aid. It means the person is um, an auxiliary. An auxiliary means second in command. 
That is a helper. But you see, listen, listen, follow me, follow me. A lot of you marry and now you want to be the leader. And that is where the problem begins. Now you want to take all the decisions in the house. Whatever you say should be final. It doesn't work that way. You see, let me ask you a question. If I'm trying to carry this chair, you got me. I'm trying to carry this. But I can't carry. And God tells me I'm going to send you a helper. You think God is going to send somebody who is weaker than myself? As somebody is trying to do something and he can't do it, then you want to send help. Are you going to send somebody who is weaker than the person over there? Who will you send? Please tell me. Who will you send? I can't hear you. You will send somebody who is stronger than the one there. Two of us. And that is what a lot of the men don't know that women are emotionally strong. Women are very, very strong emotionally, even than men. I'm telling you, men has got the physical looks, but women, they are very, very strong emotionally. The kind of things a woman will endure, a man cannot Am I talking to the women or? Yes. Put all sort of trash on a woman and they'll be able to stand. Let the husband cheat on the wife. The wife will cry for three hours and she will come back. But do the same thing to a man. That's the end of the relationship. I'm telling you. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Use all of silly words on a woman. And she will cry. And it's okay. All what they need is let the man come and say, I'm sorry. And it's over. But use the same thing on a man. The man will tell you, hey. Okay. And I'm telling you, this issue, it will turn to a nationwide issue. Why should I cry about people? <laughs> so, the women are very, very strong emotionally. But it's just that physically they have, they have weak and feeble looks. But if you get a woman who is actually suitable for you, you are going to enjoy marriage. That is why the women over here I'm advising, I'm advising. Especially those of you who are not married. Choose somebody who is suitable to you. Never choose anybody based on money, what they have and what they don't have. And one of the first things you should always look out in a man is that does he fear God? As for this one, it is your, it is your first card. 
when you a lot of the marital issues you're having if the man was a god-fearing man this thing wouldn't have happened if the man knew god loved god and was closer to god before you came you wouldn't have been struggling with this marriage because a lot of the issues you are fighting over is actually a foolish issue a lot of the things doesn't even make sense when we hear when outsiders hear what is actually causing the problem in your marriage they say hey mostly the marital issues why why because there is no compatibility. You are not compatible. So my dear sister, your first assignment as a wife is to be a helper. You see, mostly, eh, a lot of the men don't understand this. I don't actually believe in men who make their wife go somewhere else to go and work. Whilst they struggle to do their work. Hey, the, a lot of the women you see, the kind of wisdom and knowledge they have. If their husband should humble themselves and allow them to use it. Like by this time, they will be living in their own house. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Because a lot of the men, they don't think. They get money today, show. They want to chop for everybody to know they are chopping. And the woman will tell you, no, 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 let's say something for the land. Let's say something. Oh, you cry. You see, this is the problem. When the women try to play their role as helpers and you don't allow them, they stay back. And they watch. Then when you go and you go and crash, bam, and you come back, they'll tell you. I told you. So wives, your first work, your first work, first assignment is to be a helper. One of the ways to do that effectively is don't challenge your husband. You, you, you only, your only responsibility is just suggest. Honey, I think we should do it this way and we should do it that way. But you don't tell no, 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 no. You don't do it that way. Let's change it. It will not work. Let's change it. Men don't like that. When you begin to dictate for a man, they get angry. Sit down. Sleep. Hey. Emma will fight you. Because men genetically were made to lead. That's the nature of a man. They always want to have rule. So when you begin to dictate for a man, they don't like it. You must be a helper. Don't enter marriage without knowing what marriage is about. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Never challenge your husband. No, 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 no. Don't argue. Sometimes you know what is the decision is taking is actually a bad decision. I've learned something over the years. When it comes to taking a decision for somebody. I've learned that when you when somebody is doing something, you know. 
So you, beyond, you know beyond all reasonable doubt that this decision will not work. Call the person and tell him, listen, I think this thing you are doing, it will not work. If they insist, allow them and do it with them. Allow it. Don't fight them again. Allow it. Let it happen. When they go, and continue with what they are doing and it doesn't work. Never tell them I told you. Never say it. One day I called a guy. He's very rich. And I advised him. I said, listen, I know you are rich. But as for this particular thing you are planned of doing, you don't do that. And he got angry. And he he, he really got angry. I knew he was angry. And for a week or two, he was not calling me. I also didn't call him. I left him alone. And he was angry. You could see from his actions. And I knew what he was doing would not work. So I just kept quiet. He did whatever he wanted to do. Three days ago, he called me and he said, Charlie, thank you. And I said, oh, why are you thanking me? He said, you, you are firm. He said, you are firm. You have, you have never compromised. If it's wrong, you tell me it's wrong. Yeah, the other day, what I was doing, he said it will not work. Yes, it didn't work. He me, didn't work. But he said, that is what I like about him. You don't look at our riches and say, because we have money or whatever, you can't. You don't want to say it. He told, he told me, you said what I remember. And I was, he told me that I even got angry because you said that. But whatever you said is true. And so, and so thank you for being a father. And I told him, you are welcome. And so, you are welcome. Yes. Listen. Never fight your husband. And if you can accept what I'm telling you today. Your husband will see you to be a good wife. And a changed wife. I want us to go and buy a car. Then you tell him, honey. We are living in somebody's house. I think buying a car is not the best thing. You talk car, no uh, when I buy the car, won't you sit inside some? Oh, me talk. Won't you never be? Yeah, that's not sit inside some. Hey, everybody's driving. Oh, you there can see you are my enemy of progress. Oh, yeah, me I'm found for me cause. Then you tell him, listen. No, I can't sit here. I'm not against you buying a car. And yes, me person over talk. I think we should do the first things first. Me mon person any the di car ne car. Same money we are going to spend on the car can buy a plot of land. Yeah, they want to carry. Wait, me to ask. So why don't we buy the plot? If you still insist, then I'll buy the car. I'll buy the car. So yeah, now you say me talk car. No, yeah, them car. It's okay. Don't continue anymore. Tell him, honey, let's buy the car. Yeah, chat. So can you say me talk car? No. Yes. Let's buy the car. Then you ask him which color. Yeah, talk car. No, him say so color man. Allow him to buy his car. Because the truth is that human beings don't change. You don't understand what I'm saying. People don't change. When somebody decides to do something, they will do it with or without your consent. Sometimes they just want to come and listen to what 
your opinion is. But, but don't think they are going to accept what you are saying. You know. A young lady called me. Said, hey, Pastor, there is this job at Kumasi or somewhere like that. Is it Konongo or somewhere? And um, I want to go and do it. So I asked her what kind of work. And she explained it. I told him, listen. Have you seen this fellow church member? Go and ask him. He also went to Kumasi to do the same thing. He spent 8,000 Ghana cities. 8,000 Ghana cities. Do you know 8,000 Ghana cities? He went, spent it. He was giving a lot of promises. He came back empty-handed. And the person, somebody has also introduced you and they asked you to come and pay 4,000. And I told the person that this 4,000, you can use it to start a business. And so think about it. And he said, okay, Papa, thank you. Then she answered. I was just there. She called again. Said, hey, we are going to check. They said we should come. I said, okay. She went. When she went, her mother said she can't pay the 4,000. She doesn't have money. What have you? So they came back. And later, she said her uncle called that she'll pay the 4,000 for her. So she should come. You are even looking for money to pay admission to school. If your uncle have this money, why doesn't he give you the money to pay your admission? The admission is 1,800. To go and do a course. If you pay 1,800 for admission, in your school fees, and your uncle is ready to give you 4,000 to do this business. But I realized that she wanted to do it, so I told her, go and do it. It's okay, go and do it. So I was just there, she called that Papa, they said I should start on Monday. So I want to, listen, I want to ask if I should go or I should not go. As at the time she was calling me, it was Friday. She was starting on Monday. She has bought her things. The things she, she has packed her bags. Everything she will need, she has packaged them. So I didn't see the reason behind her calling. She wanted me to say no so that she would say that hey, it was Papa who said he doesn't want me to go and do this and the thing will bless me. Well, I wouldn't make us Why you ready? You're about to leave. And you're asking me whether you should go or you shouldn't go. When he called me, I asked him, what did your mother say? I said, my mother said I should go. I said, okay, then go. And she's gone. I'm here. She will come back. I'm telling you, she will come back. She will come back. She will, be, she will come back. Because see, this, this kind of thing, eh? Mostly you see a lot of young men living in one big house. How many of you have seen? Even there is one at Amasama, one at Fise, Apo, even Ike, where you work. Yes, Saperman. You see, they will house them, give them trainings, online marketing. No, I look at that and I laugh. You think that's how to make money? But you advise them, they don't take. But there was another young lady in this house. She wanted to do it. Because when the guy left to Kumasi, you remember the guy who went to Kumasi to do a work? And he told me, Pastor, I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry, Messi. 
Okobai, 50 pesos in Bonon Grebi. 50 pesos. I spent over three or four months in Kumasi. I spent 8,000. This is our sample. 8,000. It's not for sale. I'm telling you. And the lady has also, there was another lady the guy was trying to introduce. That's what the lady, I can mention her name, Mabel Kujo. Came to tell me that Pastor is here in this kind of Mabel, don't go. If you have four thousand, use it to start business. She started selling clothes. Even when you check her status now, she's selling clothes. She was going to use this four thousand. The man who took the lead was Afiama. Come come the rough. And you advise people and they don't take it. So I'm just trying to let you know that when you try to advise your husband, it's not taken. Don't fight him. Allow him. Because whatever he has decided to do, he will do it. If he wants to go and buy a flat screen and he doesn't want to pay your children's school fees, when you fight him, he will, he will buy the flat screen. If he wants to go and chase women with his money, Whatever fight you engage him in, he will chase the women. I'm telling you. Those of you who were fighting your husbands over dating another girl, has he stopped? People don't change. Whatever they want to do, they will do it. They will rather involve you for people to tell you are a bad wife. And your husband is not happy in the house. There is always a fight in the house. But what the man is doing is also bad. But no sensible relative will tell him that it's wrong. No sensible relative. They want you to react. Then you tell him, hey, That's what they want from you. If you are wise, allow them. When you fight them, it will not stop anything. When you take your phone and you read their messages, it will not change anything. But those of you are not even married, that's why you are blessed. You have the opportunity to make, make a choice. Choose somebody who is suitable. The person can be a helper, but he's not a suitable person. The Lord said it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. And that is the word help meet. Meet. Help meet, you know. The word meet yeah. over there is meet. somebody nah, nah, who can who can actually be equal to you know equal to. So you click, I click. You subtract, I subtract. So the man must be able to meet. The, so when you say uh, help meet, it means that when you put the man here, it should be equal to the woman. And so. If you're a wife and you've already made your choice, if the man is a bad man, learn how to live with him. I'm telling you, learn how to live with him. You must learn. And we call it the wisdom of a serpent. 
A snake can live with you in the same house. Nobody will know that the snake is there. And that's one of the things I'm telling you. Don't, don't fight them. Don't change. Don't tell them, man, you, you must change, you must change. When you fight them, it rather escalates the open. So that's the first role of a wife. Be a helper. Be a helper. It's, uh, me, I wish the women can join their husbands in what they are doing. And a lot of you, I don't know, but listen to me, the men. When you, whatever you are doing, if you are a pastor, let your wife get involved in what you are doing. It's, it's very, very important. If you are, if probably you are an accountant or whatever, make your wife start a business that you can call our family business. So of the men are wise, you are going out to work and your wife is also going out to work for somebody. And the person is using your wife to make money and at the end of the month you give them 500 cities or 600 cities. Why don't you start something and put your wife in charge? Why don't you build a shop? Build a shop. And make your wife quit her job and maintain the shop. There are a lot of entrepreneurial business you can do. I know of a guy when Zen was very popular. You know Zen? He was, he was working at Zen. He, he quits this work when he got married. And he himself and his wife, they entered into Shito business. They were doing Shito. And they were supplying. Yes. That's, that's, that's the kind of wife you must be. Somebody here. It's very important. If you are married, marry, some, marry a man who will get you involved in what he's doing. There are some of the men when you want to talk about their but meanwhile, your wife is more knowledgeable than your managing director. Somebody with me. So that's the first role of a wife. What is the first role of a wife? I can't hear you. Just a helper? A suitable helper. So what's the first role? To be a suitable helper. Number two. You must love your husband. You must what? Love your husband. See, the reason why there's always a fight in the house is because you don't love him. And the other day I told you that as for men, when, when we say love your husband, we are not talking about using your heart to wrap around him. And <laughs> men, men interpret respect to be love. For those of you who are not married yet, you are blessed. Because for, for I think the 95, 95% of all the marriage issues I've handled, there is only one thing that the men always use as a charge against their wives. Pastor, she doesn't respect me. For 95%, all the marital issues I've handled, you always hear the men say, Pastor, 
she doesn't respect me. Pastor, she doesn't respect me. Pastor, she doesn't respect me. And you ask the woman, Pastor, I love him. I don't know what else I can do. You will never know what else you can do. Because you are doing something which is not yours. Ephesians 5, eh? Is it verse number 22? Verse 22, no. Ephesians 5, 22. Let's read it. Wives, submit to your husband as to the Lord. Wives, submit. Calm down. Respect. But let's go to 21. Look at it, Joe. Verse number two. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Let's read on. Wives, submit to your husbands. So, what is the first one? What was in 21? What's the key word over there? 21. What is the key word? Look at it. Submit to what? One another. Out of what? Fear for Christ. When you hear the word reverend, it comes from the word reverence. Reverend means somebody who is, it's not like you're afraid of the person, but somebody you respect to the point that you fear him. So when the Bible says fear the Lord, it doesn't mean when you see him run away. It means respect the Lord. And the Bible is saying that we should submit ourselves one to another. Out of reverence for the Christ. Now look at the next one. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Next one. And what, what of the husband? For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. You see, who is the head of the family? And in certain families, the women are trying to take control. Even when the man dies, the wife does not become the head. Women are not allowed to be the head. According to the Bible. Follow what I'm saying. When the man dies, the woman is not allowed to take over the headship. Who then becomes the head? Christ. Or God becomes the head. So the Bible calls him the father of the fatherless. Eh? The husband of widows. Eh? So in the absence of the husband, Jesus takes over as the head. So women are not so men try to understand this. You are not the head. You are the neck. You control the head. You know that it's the neck that controls the head. That is why we say men are influenced by their wives. If the wife of a man doesn't like you, the man will not like you. Women, they have a way of turning their husbands against you. Oh, you think I'm lying? I'm sorry, Deborah. If Deborah doesn't like her stepmother, so Deborah, step doesn't like her, you know. They have a way. 
I'm telling you. But the Bible says, for the husband is the head of the wife. Let's move on. Let's move on to 24 quickly. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. You see, you want to submit to your husband in some things. Your human rights the Bible is saying, no, 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 wife, wife. You must submit to your husband in everything. If your husband brings up a suggestion that they want to buy a car, what must you do as a wife? Submit. Buy a house. Submit. Chop money. Submit. In the night. That's your problem. That's your problem. That's why your marriage is not working. The man who made marriage is telling you that if you really want to enjoy the marriage, you must come down. Auntie, you are not submitting. No. <laughs> Then you hear the man, Masa, Jamatari, Mempesa, Jamatari. And the two, the, one, one gam, gamma was married to another gam woman. And they were fighting. The gam woman was fat. So he grabbed the man and he put him and he sat on the man. And he started slapping him. Then the gunman started screaming. When they came, it was the woman that was begging you. Not knowing he was calling for help. <laughs> but he didn't know how to say it. Wives, submit. If you don't know how to do this, the marriage will not work. One day, myself, my mother, I think Okoto was part. We sat to counsel what was the issue according to the man his wife has been putting on red lipstick and the man said he doesn't like it and the woman said she will put it on red lipstick red lipstick 
I remember my mother was saying, Oh, see, umpa e jai, oh, see, ma, enu ana mechi. Enu ana mechi. Minja in denja etna. Enu koto se, ya wu jeno, yenye ne sa, bema ne si umpa, lipstick, jai ye. I said, ma, minja yo. Hey, I will not stop it. And I was shocked. Yeah, yeah, me Red lipstick. Red lipstick in tea. Just the red lipstick. Red lipstick, Nancy. And they fought. That's as them. They fought. Then the man traveled to the northern region. He spent like three, four months. When he came back, he came to tell us. Uh, so for me, my share, he told me, so for my share, my brother, my share, me, me call, me do I'm going, or maybe I'm going to go. Then after, after a month, I think nine months or close to a year, he said, "Oba na wo." Eh, we were in the house and the woman came. Red lipstick. Because of red lipstick. Red now, lipstick every property the man will make, he will share it with your children. That boy. Wherever he is, you will share it with your children. Because of red lipstick. It's not red lipstick. And sometimes you advise people and you don't know. Yes. So wives, you must respect your husband. And I think in our last conference, I was giving you, I think, 13 or 40 things. When a man says he doesn't respect me, you see, most of you say, hey, so for my get the to me, because your person the Bible says, respect him, submit to him, and you also there say, I've done everything, but he's still not seen. So when a man says, Pastor, my wife doesn't respect me, what at all is he talking about? Because you, you know, you are giving him sex. Giving him stars. Oh, you are good, you are good. You are like your father. <laughs> yes, you are very good. With Sinawapete. And still, he's not. He said, "You don't. You don't respect." So, is that not it? No, I'm talking to the wives. Is that not it? You are cooking for him. Still, he said, "You don't respect him." You are doing everything you know to do, but the man says you don't. You don't respect him. So, what at all does he mean by respect? What at all? So, when a man says. I need respect. What is he talking about? Number one. When a man says you don't respect him, what he's saying is that you are challenging his authority. They don't like it too. Men don't like it. A woman, 
you say one. She will say five. No, I can't five. And somebody said. When you give a woman a word, she will give you a phrase. When you give her a phrase, she will give you a sentence. When you give her one sentence, she will give you one paragraph. When you give her one paragraph, she will give you one chapter. When you make mistake and you start chapter one, she will end the book for you. Yes. Yes. And mostly the husband will say, hey, what do you mean by you don't like what is going on in the house are we killing people in the house you must explain to me and you see the man will get up from the bedroom he'll come and sit at the hall and you turn on the television then they'll come and stand in front of the television sometimes they'll turn off the television sometimes <laughs> And you see that they will be very aggressive. The woman will talk, then at the point the man will say, Yeah, then women they have a way of concluding their sentence. Any time there is an argument, they will conclude. I know you don't love me anymore. I know you don't love me. You are seeing, you are seeing her. You are seeing another lady. Oh, but Pepia, my That's your conclusion. Eh, say, this is when you'll be, and yes, when you'll be, yes, I am sad. Hey, they would talk and talk and talk and talk. Listen, wives, your assignment with Juma, according to the Bible, submit yourself and be a fool. That's the only way you can submit yourself. When your husband says, I'm not going to take care of you anymore. Don't fight him. Don't throw exchange blows. Allow him. Let him do whatever he wants to do. But you as a wife, do whatever is expected of you. So, when a man says he needs respect, it means don't challenge his authority. What a man doesn't like, Christ, that you say, okay, today, I'm taking a decision. Nobody is going out. Maybe you are going out for a program. You are going for a funeral. He said, nobody is going. Then he said, oh, me, me, papa. This man, he told me, his wife said he was going for a television program. And the lady was into politics. And the man said, 
Pastor, I don't like people, I don't like ladies who do politics. Because mostly they end up sleeping with these politicians. For positions. So I don't like that. I have told her to stay home. The woman told the man that you can't stop my dreams. I want to fulfill it. I, I want to be a politician. Then she went for the program. She had a child. I think the child was, by then, she was, the child was six months old. She left the child in the house with her husband. She went for the program. She got home around 12 midnight. The man didn't talk. Okay. The man said he was there. He saw that the woman has gone to rent a shop, started some business. Then he asked the woman, Where did you get the money? He said, The, the politics that I'm doing, I told one of the that uh, I want to stay out of politics because my husband doesn't like the politics. And so they gave me 15,000 Ghana cities. What? Politics, me couldn't ninja when some man fifteen thousand fifteen thousand fifteen thousand Ghana without doing anything. Ah, one year she said, Me, I don't like that. Oh, you are so suspecting me, and better. you are doing that. And the man told me, Pastor, this woman, she's out of my head. I will never do anything with this lady. That's what the man said. She's out. Do you know what happened? Recently, they nearly broke up. I had to go and solve the issue. And I told the woman, I, I knew the woman was not submissive. I told the woman, what is the problem? My husband doesn't trust me. My husband doesn't support me. Then I asked her, do you do things for him to support and trust him? When he asked me to go for the program, you went. Anytime he says something, you challenge him. Then the man told me, the mistake I've made in my life is to go and marry this lady by ordinance. See, there are three types of marriage. Customary marriage. Marriage by ordinance. And the other one is uh, friendship. You meet the man who meet the lady and they will marry themselves. In Pranjia, you call it in Pranjia. And they will, they, will, they, will, they will give birth. They will live together, but they are not married. Though. The customary marriage, the family people will go to them. It's like an engagement. Engagement. Yes. Then, by ordinances, by law. Said that is my only mistake. Say me worry about we because sign or court. No, no, I was it Pastor? The other day, my friend was talking to my wife. So, that number, that for you, and me, you're a cat. He told my wife that well, we are a big job. No, I so we are a big job. He said the comment my, my wife passed was that Mujabi and Japadi and a yebeche. Yes, okay, Mujabi and Japadi and a yebeche. So he said, Pastor, since that time, I've been afraid of this woman. And I know that this woman is actually in the marriage because of my property. When you marry by ordinance and you sign at the court, when the man wants to divorce you, the court will divide the property and they will give you half. Every property he has, they will divide it. 
Then the man told me, Pastor, I, was, I want to sell all the properties and I'll divorce her. <laughs> he said, I have, I have two houses at Kaswa. I will sell it. I have five cars. I will sell all the cars. I have a shop at somewhere. I will sell the shop. He said, I will not tell her we are divorcing. I will sell all these properties. I will top the money. Then I will divorce her. When the court says we should, we will divide my shirt. <laughs> By the time you go, the, the woman, and said, the woman knows all the properties I've made. He said, this time, when I'm doing something, I don't tell my wife. Said, I've gone to buy three plots of land. Nobody knows apart from you. Nobody knows. My wife doesn't even know. Woman, must it get to that? When your husband will be doing things and hiding it from you. A lot of the men save their monies in a secret account. When they die, the bank will take it. Nobody knows they have that money. Account to be obeying so move and a bank nothing. It shouldn't happen. So as a wife, you must love your husband, submit, respect him. Is somebody here? Oh, am I talking to somebody? Oh, you must love him. You must submit. That's what men interpret as respect. Maybe I should be wrapping up. Okay, I have three minutes to go. The next one. What, what men call respect is you not insulting them. When you are a woman, you are always insulting man. It doesn't matter which style you give him. It doesn't matter how many times you give you give him what he wants. Once you can insult him, the man knows he don't respect him. Is somebody with me? It's very important. And not calling him with nice name. You don't call a man with a nice name. The man knows you don't like him. Hey, Tipolipo. <laughs> Somebody's husband. That's how. Tipo. Tipo. All sort of funny names. If they have children. Then yeah, Agi Papa. Brian. Bra Frank Brainok Brahma Hey Pascal 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 Ebi Hey guys you know Yes you hear them tell you uh, <laughs> Daddy no yendi yendi 
Daddy no ye ndi ye nwe but e she e ye nimunyam she ah and o ko wari be man if the man is ni ma me mo friend briar when usun go friend briar onya obra Mr. Kwachi, nanti gana mami Antonio Kwachi, nanti go nyedi. Bra Kwachi, onu pere nyama Mr. Kwachi o Bra Kwachi. Hey, what? Kapi. It's not supposed to happen. Especially the young ones, you must look for a very nice name for your 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 lady and your guy. Powerful name. Nice name. My heart. Makuma. Yes, my heart. <laughs> my, 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 my heart. Yours, Evers. <laughs> when, 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 when we were not married, myself and my wife, when we were not married, <laughs> on my phone, I was mine. Oh, M I N E, mine. It's a possessive now, eh? It's a possessive now. Showing that this one is my own. When you see, when you check your phone, you see mine. When you check my own, you see mine. When we got married, mine turned to wifey. And what, what, how have you said? Yeah, oh yeah, sweetheart. Sweetheart. It's not just heart, sweetheart. Dear. So, Anthony, he calls Shadow D. It means D. D. That's how he calls him D. And my mother calls my father K. K. But all his friends call him Mr. Oscar. Now for fun, my mother calls him K. My friend K. friend Kwame. But you must get a nice name. Uh, so nya a dear baby. How do you call your your husband to be? Then after you 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 call him daddy. Ah, uh, he calls him daddy. Eh? Daddy. Eh, daddy is not bad. <laughs> Bra. <laughs> Bra. Eh, uvi kubenzo. When you need papa bianto, bra, bra jo, bra jo, bra jo, bishu show, bra paska, obija, obija gates in another fellow, warfire. Auntie Deborah, how do you call your husband? You, da. <laughs> hey, Auntie Deborah, how do you call, how do you call your husband? Vivian, so name. Utran trana of Randy Kweku. Hey! Kweku? Mrampongaon. So please, we must, we must stop it. I'll see a jai. We must stop it. I'll see a jai. Okay? Yo. Is somebody here? Obiwaha. If you want to clap, you can do it better. I'm just ending. When the, when the man says, my wife doesn't respect me, what does it mean? Then I said, another thing that it means is that he doesn't speak well of my family. 
When you don't say nice things about his family, you are always condemning his mother, always condemning his father, calling his siblings Because to every family, it is only in the man's family that they are witches. I'm telling you, in every marriage, the witches are only in the man's family. And the angels are in the woman's family. Every day, but because they won't respect you, because you don't have respect for his family. Because these are the very same people he grew up with. His siblings. Imagine you marry and your husband tells you your sister Nona is a witch. Will you be happy? Will you enjoy that? Imagine you marry and your your husband tells you your sister, the elderly one, she's a, a witch. You won't be happy. You won't be happy. Because it's this very same witch who played with you. For you to become who you are today, for him to see and he says, I, I like him. I'm like you. I'm love you. It was this very same witch who played with the very same. So please, please, wives, your, your husband's father is not a wizard. His mother is not a witch. You must show them respect. When you show them respect, because of you, they can't visit. Is it true? I'm not going show anymore. I'm not show anymore. I'm preaching. I don't need you to tell me it's a good message. I know it's a good message. It's a good But people don't like the truth. You are living with a husband. You are every, every day you are insulting his mother. And you are you are you are now facing issues and you call pastor. Daddy, my daughter, you are worrying me because we advise you, you don't take it. What's the next one? You must speak well of him and his family. I've told you. You must like his friends. I saw a pen and for four. Some of you don't like the, the friends of your husband. Listen, they may be bad friends. But there is a way to solve that issue. One day a man. That he was a drunkard. When he when he go, you wait when it's 6 p.m., then you go and boost. When he's coming home. Like this. And it was a compound house. When he gets to the compound, he will insult his wife. Then his wife will get angry and put on a nika. And grab her, her husband and 
One day she went to church. Sorry. And the pastor was preaching. And the pastor said, you, you must be like Christ in your behavior. Anytime something happens in your marriage, ask yourself, if, if it was Jesus, what will he have done? And the woman started crying and she said to her, you pastor, you don't know my husband. So she went home. When she went home, that evening, Sunday evening, her husband was when people are drunk, they can insult too. So the man came, he shouted the wife. Then the woman came out. When she came out, then said, Honey, then she took the man, come, took the man's hand and put it around her like this. And she carried the man like this to the house. Put him down. Brown. And went to fetch water. Went to bath him. After that, he gave him food. The man was not, his eyes cannot even open. So he forced him to eat something little. He took him to the bed and the man slept. When the man stood up, he has been dressed he's yes. in a new nikkar how did this happen the next day he went out he did the same thing and the woman dressed him up gave him food to eat one day he stood up and said ah so when he went to the spot, he met his friend. Then the man said, "Ndeme no." Then he said, "Today I'm not thinking anything." He said, "Hey, why?" He said, "I think I'm I'm putting my wife my wife through a lot of stress." Because anytime I drink, she would have to go and bath me. He said, hey, your wife. Hey, what you doing? And the man told him, like, let's try, try her this evening. They said, okay, let's try. Then he told his friend, let's pretend as if we are booze. And let's go home. So they all pretended as if they, they were drunk. They, they poured alcohol, just rings their mouth and poured it away. They didn't drink. And they came, when they got to the entrance, the man said, then his friend, eh, well, you know, Quasiano or Eva. The one they got there started insulting. Then his wife came out, left her husband, took the friend in, and went to wash his feet. And he gave him something to eat. Then he came for her husband, washed him, gave him something. After that, he did like this. Manganjero. <laughs> Manganjero. Then the man said, Ah. And the man said, Ah. I'm telling you, that Sunday, 
the man and her friend followed his wife to church. When they got to church, they said, oh, wow, then the man came. They asked him why they do buy They said, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, Sometimes our unbelieving husbands are trying to look at us to change. But they see time now. Because who who no one who no one difference in or the or people are no one why. That's what they think that you are. Why? Because you are not reflecting Christ to them. And so today I came to inform you. There are a lot of things a wife is expected to do, but I'm just sharing this with you. must be a helper, number one. Number two, you must love your husband. Submit to him and respect him. Respect him. And how do you respect him? By not insulting him. By submitting to his authority. By respecting his family and his friends. There are a lot of things, but because of the time, I would like to have been blessed. If you have truly been blessed, you want to put your hands together for Jesus. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Amos Darko's tapes and books, please send us a mail at rev.amosdarkon at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-3999. Thank you for your time and God bless you.